Welcome, welcome to episode number five of the LearnDigitalAdvertising.com podcast. I'm Rick. Numero cinco. I'm Juan. All right, Juan. Today's episode is brought to you by water. Nice. Good. You should drink it. Let it nourish you. your body and make you feel good. Water is good. Thank you, water. We appreciate you. All right. So today's dedicated to... Google Data Studio, uh, if you haven't figured this out yet, it is our favorite analytics tool. And uh, we're gonna report on a couple of news items. There's been some upgrades to Data Studio that you should be aware of if you're not already. And uh, then we're gonna talk about uh, connectors with Juan. So I'm nice. uh, just gonna start with the, the news. Two new features in Google Data Studio. The first is rolling date ranges. So in the past, we had pretty limited ability to uh, choose a date range. Um, and I think this mostly affected like if you're doing trended reports. So maybe you want to report over the last five months or the last 312 days or, you know, that kind of thing. You didn't have the flexibility to do it, but now you do. And uh, just tactically, when you're in Data Studio, you're going to, you know, grab your date range and there's an advanced setting now and you get a bunch of different configuration options. Uh, We've got a whole post on it on how to do it in LearnDigitalAdvertising.com. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory already. So take a look for that uh, within your Data Studio account. Um, and then the second new feature and the last one we're going to report on today is related to automatic report sending. How awesome is this? You no longer have to talk to your clients. You can just automate the report to get sent out. Juan loves talking Ooh, to clients. Yeah. So he doesn't it. like this feature. <laughs> Automation. But, uh, but I could work in a dungeon and be cool with it. So uh, the auto report sending is my friend. And uh, basically the, the limitations on this right now are that you can really just set up one schedule for each report. Uh, so if you, you know, if you want to send it three different places, uh, I mean, you could send three different places, but you just can't uh, send it at different increments and stuff. So it's like daily, weekly, you can set it. Um, you know, another limitation that I kind of noticed is, you know, you may have all these filters and stuff in your report that can be applied. So data controls or whatever, um, none of that sticks when you're sending the report. It's sort of that default report setting is what's going to get sent. So it's not as though you could maybe select a custom date range and apply a couple filter controls, you know, and then send that. It's actually just going to use the the report defaults right now. So it doesn't remember all those settings. But, um, you know, play around with it, enjoy it. It ends up sending your clients an email with a uh, PDF attachment. So that's Efficiency. the format. All about the efficiency. That's what we do here. Um, so, one, uh, you know, the next section we want to get into is uh, is a topic on choosing the right Data Studio connector. Um, so, could you run us through quickly, you know, layman's terms? What is a Data Studio connector? Yeah, yeah, it? we actually went through a, a whole uh, research uh, behind connectors and, and Data Studio, and pretty much a connector just grabs the API information from whatever data source. So say example, for example, you want to get your your Google ads information into a dashboard. So Google provides a connector that connects to their ads API and it brings it into your dashboard. Simple That's that. the smartest thing I've ever heard anyone say about anything. Oh, Peter. <laughs> You make me feel so good about myself. It's that's what it's what that's what we're here for, Juan. Uh, so, Juan, there are free connectors, and then there are paid connectors. And uh, you know, why why would I ever pay for a connector if they were free? That's what I want to know. Well, it depends. It's uh, not every data source mm -hmm. is is provided for free. Typically, the free connectors are usually like a Google service. Um, 
you get the stuff for free and then they let you connect to it for free. The only one I ran into that you couldn't connect for free as far as the Google services was the uh, My Business. Um, That's right. Google That's My right. Business. So for it is there are limitations. And if, if you have other services, say, for example, you want to connect MailChimp or Constant Contact, you do need to have a paid connector. That's right. Now, are those provided by Google, the paid connectors, or are there third parties who are? Third-party companies. So two okay. of the uh, of the companies we actually use in-house are are Power My Analytics and Supermetrics, uh, both really easy to use. Different services provided by each, but depending on, on the data you need to provide to the uh, dashboard, that way you can avoid the phone calls uh, is uh, something to consider. Definitely. Yeah. We noticed, you know, with a lot of these third-party connectors, some are very limited. They, you know, maybe only connect to what, like 10 or so services, other ones, I think like Supermetrics would be the one maybe that comes to mind that maybe connects to several hundred, you know, 300 plus or, you know, whatever that is. So that's the other, that's the different services uh, that, so PowerMind Analytics will have a a certain segment of, of, and and they do overlap, you know, but you might be able to find a a data source that you need on a different provider. And uh, those are things you'll run into. Not every single provider has API connections and Depending on the type of data, I know there's a difference between APIs. Some APIs will give you history, some won't, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And I think some examples of that, you know, a typical like Facebook ads or Facebook insight um, API, if you're using a connector that's just going to connect directly there, like Supermetrics, um, you, you can go back several years and pull data. Uh, an example that isn't going to give you historical is like the Twitter API, for example. That's yes. uh, more of a real time. So that's right. Um, you know, when choosing your connectors, you know, we and we had put together uh, a great guide on LearnDigitalAdvertising.com, uh, helping you pick the right connector based on whatever services you need. So it's a nice little search tool for that. Um, but, you know, the thing to keep in mind, you know, is going to be, you know, data warehousing versus real time. So if you data warehouse something like Twitter, um, you can use a connector like PowerMyAnalytics that's going to every day query and grab all your data and store it in their own database. And that gives you the ability then to run that you know, historical report um, that Twitter doesn't give you out of the box. Um, But, you know, some of the other connectors just connect directly to the APIs and pros and cons to both. We got a lot more information on that on the site, but, uh, you know, definitely something to consider, you know, when you're choosing the right connector. I, uh, I suggest we have a, a vote for, we want, we want, I want more PETA. More? More more PETA. Hmm. Hello. How's hey, that? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so uh, I think we better uh, more think we better sign off because yeah, this is going to go downhill fast at this point. On uh, on this, and you can learn more on learndigitaladvertising.com. Thanks, guys. Signing out. Come on. This is Rick.